It is time now for Making Sense of the Markets with Lori Pankowski. Lori is a Senior Portfolio Manager at Canaccord Genuity and joins us now. Good morning, Lori. Good morning, Simi. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. Recovering. I think we're all just recovering after the last 24 <laughs> hours of the weather. How about you? Yeah, I was going to say the markets are a lot calmer than Vancouver weather right now. So that is the good news. Okay. So how are the markets doing then? Markets are just slightly in the red. Uh, we're all waiting Jerome Powell's speech today. That's going to be at uh, 1030. We're going to get more insight to, you know, what the Fed is thinking in terms of the December rate increase. Also, there's been some mixed economic data and labor data out of the U.S. this morning. And GDP was actually revised upwards in the U.S., um, which at this point, you you know, usually that's a good thing. But when we're dealing with the Fed increasing rates, uh, it's not as positive. Let's put it that way. And what we also saw this week was Canadian GDP uh, was also a highlight. Uh, it, it expanded in the third quarter, growing at an annualized rate of 2.9%. This was down from the 3.2% pace uh, in the second quarter. And this quarterly increase, why it's important, it nearly doubled economists' expectations of 1.5%. So you're going, you know, where is that growth coming from? Uh, well, it was strong exports, which were up 8.6%. Um, and September marked the eighth consecutive month of increase for Canadian real GDP. And again, that's important to us because, of course, the Bank of Canada is also looking at that. Uh, they're meeting December 7th. Uh, they're going to be telling us uh, what the next rate increase will be. Uh, you know, the estimates are anywhere from a quarter point to um, half a point in December again. And again, when we're looking at this year, we've seen many, many rate hikes so far, six in fact, um, and we've seen rate Rates increase from you know half a percent to three point seven five percent at this point. So, so what that means to to Canadians is again higher mortgage rates if you're variable. So something to think about uh, when you're locking in rates or or thinking about what to do next, paying off debt, and we'll talk about that uh, coming up. What are top investor questions right now? Okay, also can we just talk a little bit about what the Bank of Canada is saying about the Canadian financial system? Yeah, I mean, the Canadian financial system is much more secure than what it was back in, say, 2008. They have a lot more checks um, and, and you know, boundaries that they've, you know, uh, gone through since then. And really, when we're looking at earnings right now, um, they have, you know, been mixed. Um, we had Bank of Nova Scotia report lower profits due to a slowdown in investment banking. Uh, we had Royal Bank uh, report. And, um, you know, they increased their dividend, which was kind of unexpected. And National Bank missed earnings and the stock is down three and a half percent. So it's been mixed across the board. But a lot of them are talking about uh, loan loss provisions going into next year. Again, remember the banks are most at risk to, you know, failed uh, loans and mortgages or when people are unable to pay because rates have gone up. So uh, they're the first in the line of fire, basically, uh, as the economy begins to weaken into 2023. And that's what we are expecting. You know, I expect the housing market to um, to get worse before it gets better. I don't think that we've seen the, the bottom there. At this point, we've seen sales slow, uh, but we really haven't seen prices fall yet or people, you know, really, you know, walking away from mortgages, that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. um, we'll have to see how long the Fed keeps rates high, um, you know, when they do pause rate increases, because what we want to see at some point is that, you know, inflation is lower, they pivot, reduce rates, and, you know, life goes on, and we're all back to normal. But again, this doesn't happen overnight. And so that's what we're looking at into 2023. Okay, and how are the commodities markets looking right now? Commodities have been looking actually pretty good. Um, 
We've had energy move higher, um, oil prices. And again, that can be good and bad, depending on if you're a consumer versus an investor, right? And if you take a look at copper, um, you know, that's moved up nicely in the last little while. A lot of these areas have bottomed out and have started to move higher with this rally. So, you know, when the U.S. dollar comes down, we usually see commodities rise. And that's what we've been seeing in the past few weeks. Okay, that's good to know. Now, at this time of year, I know we talked about getting ready, you know, looking into the year ahead about what to do for tax planning as well. You must be getting a lot of questions about that. Yeah, you know, tax planning is is one part of it. I mean, we're really proactive and, you know, taking losses when necessary because we're active managers anyway. So end of year tax planning is, um, um, you know, uh, kind of already done in, in that sense in terms of portfolio management. But again, charitable donations, things like that are very important uh, to be letting your financial advisor know uh, because donating stock that's up is a lot better than donating just cash. So always keep that in mind when thinking about charitable donations. But we're getting a lot of other questions right now, Simi, and, and a lot to do with, with market or recession, you know, I mean, one of the main questions, you know, when will the markets recover? Uh, when will interest rates finally move lower? And, you know, I often say no one has a crystal ball to say when markets will fully recover. But right now we've, we are in a rally from the low uh, that we saw in September, early October. Markets have been moving up nicely. And again, even if rates are, are going to move higher in December, a lot of that's already priced in. So that's something to keep in, in mind. So, you know, the first part of this problem with inflation and interest rates is likely behind us because the markets are very forward looking and the light is at the end of the tunnel that there's going to be a pause in interest rate increases likely in early 2023, if not January. So markets look past that. So that's the positive um, in terms of having gone through a very tough year in markets. And remember, these these bad years or bear markets, they don't last forever. Um, you know, and even if we do see a recession, which is kind of, I would say, the number two question from investors right now, what happens if there's a recession? Uh, well, likely there's going to be a recession. The question is, is not um, whether there will be one, whether it's going to be mild or deep. And at this point, we have very low unemployment. Uh, so that would signal us to the mild recession route. Uh, but furthermore, I mean, what's important uh, as you lead into a recession is that you have uh, your portfolio allocated to recessionary type stocks. Um, you may have a higher exposure to fixed income, maybe even have some cashable GICs in there, given that rates are so high. But again, you don't want to just move to cash because you see a recession coming, because again, markets tend to move higher, uh, you know, somewhere in midway through a recession, much quicker than when you're out of the recession. Let's say the stock market tends to move higher. So you don't, you don't want to lock yourself into like a five-year-long GIC and miss the bull market that comes after the bear market, right? Because usually that's where you get very strong returns. So everything moves in cycles. Uh, there's no need to panic because there could be a recession. Uh, in fact, we're probably already in one. Um, but again, you know, whether that gets worse, it really depends on the real estate market, uh, what the Fed does. I think over the next three to six months, we're going to know a lot more of which route um, in terms of a recession we're going to go. Okay, so are there some retirement planning kind of aspects that need to be considered for this time of year? Um, for retirement planning, definitely. I mean, you want to make sure that your financial plan is up to date. Again, that doesn't mean you have to do it annually. You want to you want to take a look at updating your financial plan when there's more significant uh, kind of changes in life. Um, you know, and also if you're planning to retire in 2023, you know, this can also 
um, you know, cause people to worry in terms of, you know, if they're carrying debt going into retirement. Uh, for example, if you have a mortgage and it's variable and rates have gone up and you're trying to retire, uh, you know, should you pay it off? Um, that's a, a big question we're getting. And it doesn't mean you always pay off your debt just because rates have gone up because they're not going to stay high forever. It's going to be for a period of time. And you want to take that into account because if you go out and, you know, pay off your mortgage and, and these sorts of things, uh, you may be left uh, with less in your bucket in order to get that retirement income from, to generate that income. So, so keep that in mind and always talk to a financial advisor with a financial planner, you you know, we're updating numbers for people when they have these questions so that, you know, we can give them detailed answers. Yes, you should pay off some debt. You should pay off a portion of your debt. You know, it's it's usually not about, you know, credit card debt because most of our clients don't have that. Um, and, and good debt has been, um, you know, positive for a lot of people in the past. And what I mean by that is they've borrowed to invest in um, whether it's, you know, uh, real estate or in, in other aspects to generate income. Uh, but again, when rates have moved higher, it's time to reassess and take a look at all the debt that you've got. Um, take a look at your retirement income, your portfolio, uh, and make decisions going into 2023 and just make sure that your portfolio is actively managed uh, as we go into the new year. Because again, volatility is probably uh, going to be our friend here for the next three to six months still at least. Uh, and you just want to make sure that you always have a plan A and plan B dealing with these markets. As always, they can talk to Lori. Uh, Lori, thank you so much for that. Thanks, Amy. Have a great day. You too. That's Lori Pinkowski. Lori is a senior portfolio manager at Canaccord Genuity. And remember, you can contact her team directly 604-695-LORI or visit their website at pinkowski.ca. 